Dad, you're going to do my school's career day, right? Remember, we have a wedding to shoot that Saturday. Please, 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 can't we get a cat? Want to grab lunch this week? What's going on at the studio? Guys, I need some new shoes. Mom, don't forget, I have robotics on Mondays. Can I go fishing? Oh, and orchestra. We could really use a vacation. We can't. He has a game that day. Can we please go to Chick-fil-A? She wants to play another instrument? Welcome to the Victory Catch Podcast with Rick and Julie Rando, Season 3! Hello, everyone, and welcome to The Victory Couch. My name is Julie Rando. And I'm Rick Rando. And we've made it back to another yes. week. Episode 10, Season 3. Let's go. Let's go. And this time, no hot sauce, people. No <laughs> hot sauce this week. For those of you who follow us on Instagram, you did get a little surprise this week. I did. Yes. Hey, I am a woman of my word. Yes. And uh, yeah, if you missed it, you missed it. But it was on stories. Very quick. Very quick. Only Super fast. 24 hours. So yeah. if you missed it, why are you not following us on Instagram? Come on. Jump in there with us. Come on. Participate. It's good fun. Sometimes we share things there that we don't anywhere else. Exactly. So, yeah. Participate. Engage. Uh, you know, interact. It's all good. It's fun. We did have a couple new followers this week who I know are regular like listen on Thursday morning as it drops listeners. So that was good to see some new friends that are avid vc listener so good stuff yeah so hun what's going on today well i mentioned earlier it's episode 10 it is which means on, on the, the tens. tens that's right jules so what is on the tens explain if we have some new people listening in. sure so this is just a silly thing that rick and i kind of thought up back in season one because we wanted to commemorate making it to the 10 episode mark and essentially every season when there's 10 episodes every 10 episodes within a season we do on the tens which is a way to kind of do rapid fire questions with one another and it's a this or that style yeah. did i say that appropriately yeah absolutely yeah so who wants to go first jules um how about you go first today for on the tens okay, okay. all right i'm ready all right so I'm going to give a this or that. You, without thinking, you just, boom. You just, just give it to me. Okay. Okay. You ready? Mm-hmm. All right. Food truck or restaurant? Food truck. Thunderstorm or snowstorm? Snowstorm. Cake or ice cream? Cake. Lost in a jungle or trapped in a haunted house? Lost in a jungle. Skydiving or demolition derby in 2024? Demolition Derby in 2024. Yes. <laughs> Trick question and also a throwback. Oh, so wow. I love that. Very okay. good. All right. Very good. Let's see here. Um, yeah, I I would pick a restaurant. Okay. I would pick a snowstorm. I would pick ice cream. I would pick, uh, I would actually pick Lost in the Jungle. I think you did too. And Demolition Derby 2024. So I, I think we matched answers. Okay, are you ready for my five? Okay, I'm ready. All right, and guys, if you didn't do the math yet, Rick does five, I do five. That's on the tens. All right, Rick, ready? I'm ready. You're going to notice the theme about mine when we're finished, so I want to hear what the theme is. Okay, Okay, ready? I'm ready, I'm ready. Christmas trees, real or artificial? Real. Build a snowman or snow tube? Snow tube. Hot chocolate made with milk or with water? Milk. Home Alone or the Santa Claus? 
Home Alone. Give a gift card or give cash? Gift card. There you go. Done. Done. Any surprises? No, not a one. <laughs> we know each other really well. Not a the one. listeners do not know us very well. But, but that's uh, good stuff. Yes, and the theme is is, is Christmas. It it's was. Winter. It's Christmassy. Yay, Yay, I like that. It is coming up. It is up. December. It's coming up, whether you like it or not, whether you're ready or not. And uh, like a friend uh, told me a long time ago, hey, Christmas is on the calendar. Like, it's not a surprise. Mm. The preparation for it. Yeah, that's the surprise of that's when true. you're going to get ready for it. Too. You know, a wise man once said, the separations and the preparation. Oh, I like that. Yeah. I like that. So there you go. <laughs> Listeners. I like that. You know who that wise man okay. was. Okay. All right. Uh, actually, I'm, just to be clear, that's yes, not sir. my quote. No, but it's okay. something that you have repeatedly yes. said up here on the couch. Yes. 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 But it wasn't my quote, just so you know. Well, you're such an honest person. Okay. Okay. Do you want to go first today or second? Uh, I would like to go second. So in case you don't know, uh-huh. uh, and you're new to the couch, mm-hmm. welcome. Julie brings two questions to me uh, that I've never heard, and I bring two questions to her. And um, yeah, we talk about some insights in life and giving and love and, you know, our faith. So... I have no idea what Julie's going to ask me, so she gets to go first. Juliana, what's your first question this week? Well, I'm going to go with the holiday theme and continue on that train, if you will. So my first question of the night is, what is on your must-do list before Christmas happens? That's a good question. Yeah. Must do. Must do. Like, you know, there's all kinds of different family traditions that people love, there's things that maybe is independently special to you or something you're like, oh, I'd really like to do that. So what's on your must-do list? We haven't talked about this yet. So I got, I, I really have to get all my gifts ready to go. Okay, so I usually start about two months before Christmas, really honing in exactly uh, deciding who's going to get what. Okay, so that's probably the first thing is, and I like to wrap all my gifts, which started, I guess, about five, six years ago, um, pre-COVID, where I just, you know, I like to wrap them. I like tight corners and, you know, I take pride in in the wrapping. So I like to do that. Uh, So that's that's priority one. Uh, Priority two would be I have to watch the Griswolds, okay? Okay, that's where I was going. More of a not-to-do list, but what are you looking forward to do for your must-dos? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so you said must-dos, so I I, I could take that anyway. Okay, gotcha. That may be more pleasurable, if you will, during Christmas time that you're looking forward to. Yeah, so um, I'm thinking, I'm thinking, all right, so if you want to go in that direction. Yes, that's, that would be So that would be number one, okay? So I I just, I have to watch Home Alone. Okay. And I've got to watch Christmas Vacation, mm-hmm. okay? Christmas Vacation specifically, Home Alone, um, you know, when, when I really want to get festive, mm-hmm. okay? Um, I would say at some point we have to have hot chocolate because uh, I think that that's warm. We've got to have a snow day in there. Yes. Um, yeah, and I think agree. the snow day is sort of an unexpected day where you could kind of get some things around the house done that mm-hmm. you don't have to like hurry up and cram in. You know what I mean? Yeah, like baking or wrapping gifts and stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So uh, I think that's sort of a, a, another must do. Um, our tree is up, so for me, I usually, you know, sort of take care of that. I'm the, you know, we got to put it up and <laughs> it's got to be straight and you know, anchor it in and all this stuff. And uh, yeah, so that that has already been done. Um, so that that's a good thing because I really enjoy that and I love the smell 
of when the tree has been trimmed and you can walk in and you just smell those pine, that pine smell, the pine needles. I just, I like that. I just, I enjoy it. I think getting our, getting all of us in our pajamas Mm -hmm. is definitely a must. Uh, I think some sort of movie night with popcorn is a must. Uh, And uh, I think finally a lot of just board games and Mm -hmm. family time is definitely something that that we've got to do. I like Christmas Eve night and Christmas Eve day uh, because at that point pretty much everything is done. But I love sort of being out and feeling the energy of people. I don't Mm -hmm. know. That's kind of odd. I used to love going to the mall on that day because I was pretty much done. But to see people you haven't seen in forever and, you know, chat and talk and get a Orange Julius smoothie and, you know, or, a, you know, a chick, some Chick-fil-A nuggets or something like that. It's just neat to be out and feel that like it's coming like this is this is special. So, yeah, Jules, what uh, what are you looking forward to? That's good. On the well, fun side, on the fun side, on the fun side. Well, on Christmas Eve, I that's probably my favorite part of Christmas time is Christmas Eve because it's the, you know, the house doesn't look a wreck from the gift unwrapping happening that happens on the 25th and then the 26th of things just strewn about. So I love how tidy and precise the house is on Christmas Eve. That brings me great joy. And we, um, we, we have a special tradition too, where we kind of bring in our, our super, super close small circle and um, just have some fellowship with them. So I, I love that day. So to me, that is a, you know, must do before Christmas that I'm looking forward to and hoping everyone's healthy and well and we get to do that. Um, I'm with you on the movies, Rick. I completely agree with needing to have family movie night and yes. popcorn and maybe some, you know, peanut butter M&Ms on the side or something like that for me. <laughs> Um, and the perfect ratio of M&M's for you and, uh, home alone sounds great. I also would like to watch elf. That's yes. definitely on my list. Elf's a good one, one of my faves to watch. Um, on a separate note, I would like to watch serendipity with you before nice. Christmas. I if like possible. That. We can do that. Or at least before the year ends. I'll show, give a little grace period there. Okay. But that's. I think just the perfect movie to watch this time of year. And also while you were sleeping, those are two perfect movies, but I'm not going to push it. I'll go with serendipity because I know you like that one better. Yes. And baking is something I would like to do. I have to get all my other must do's done so I can have fun and do the baking part. The kids and I at dinner tonight, we were all, the three of us were sitting around and I was asking like, you know, so what do you guys want to do? And they both talked about making cookies. And so we got to talk about like, okay, which ones are we definitely going to have? And, you know, Law goes, I want to make the ones we haven't made in forever. And I knew exactly what he meant. He wants to make snickerdoodle cookies. So it's just kind of cool to hear what do they want to do before Christmas happens? And what are they looking forward to? So I think, guys, this is a good practice to get into. Obviously, we're modeling it here on the couch. But I wouldn't have known that about Rick, that he specifically, like, those are, he's like, that would really mean a lot to me. And I feel similarly, um, I think our Venn diagram is movie watching. So that will happen. Yes. We got to watch Serendipity. Yeah. That would be great. And a kid movie or not really a kid movie, but, you know, a family movie would be great. Yeah. So. So quick pop quiz question. Okay. What's, What's the girl's name in Serendipity that writes it on the money, the $5 bill? 
oh, honey, don't do that to me. It's been so long. I know this. Oh, see, this is why we have to watch the movie. <sighs> so look, listeners, if you oh, know. Oh, Sarah. Sarah Thomas ah, is her name. Yes. Yeah, Sarah yes. Thomas. Yes. Sorry. Yes. Okay, never mind. Yeah. Never mind, listeners. You don't have to comment. <laughs> Julie got it. Okay. And I have a friend of the same name, so it's fun. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay, well, my first question revolves around this time of year when everybody is extra, I think, extra nice this time of year. I don't know. Mm. Um, now, it's possible that there are rude people that are hurrying up and trying to get things done. But I think for the most part, people are in a good mood when they're out and about. Uh, again, I could be wrong, but especially early on in December, because you're not pressed for like, mm. okay, I got to go here. I got to get this and this and this. And we have one day left. Right. Um, there's the, the people that plan early, they're out enjoying like, yes, we're getting this and checking grandma off the list and, you know, taking care of my best friend and stuff like that. So this is my question. Okay. Mm-hmm. And it revolves about around being nice. Okay? okay. So Julie, who do you mm-hmm. go out of your way to be nice to? Okay, now now this sure. doesn't necessarily have to mean over Christmas or holidays or something. Yeah. But it does have it does revolve around being being nice. Who do you go out of your way to be nice to? Teachers, uh, cashiers, librarians, and like people who work at the public library because they are, you know, just good people trying to spread a little knowledge in the world and get people excited about reading, which is an art we need more of. Um, I I mean. Just in a day-to-day, I would say that. Also, when driving my vehicle, I've, in my older age, been a lot more of a nice driver. <laughs> I'd say in my 20s, I, I you know, occasionally made uh, an aggressive driving move. But these days, I would say, I'm, I'm a pretty nice, kind driver. Like, come on in. Like, I'll wait <laughs> while you, or like, you know, like, I'll wait while you back up. And we're sitting here for three minutes, and you're like doing a 20-point turn, and I'll try not to lose it and give you a, hey, like, yeah, it's okay. And in my (laughs) head, you know, I might be like, oh, this is a little stressful, but I'm still going to be kind to them, right? It's like, maybe they're just a bad driver having a rough day, or maybe they just learned how to drive. I don't know. I don't know their story. Um, But yeah, I'd say like, just while on the road, I try to be a courteous driver, cashiers, teachers, um, people at the post office, like that handle mail that I'm shipping out. I try to you know, converse with them because I'm thinking they've been behind a desk all day. Like, it's tough life sometimes. So, I mean, does that help you? Yeah. I was just, I mean, some of that overlaps to, you know, the holiday season, cashiers and whatnot. But I, the teachers were the first one that comes to my brain because they spend more time with our kids than at times we do throughout days, depending on how busy schedules are and stuff. So, um, yeah. What, how about you? What's your list like? So, so I agree. Anyone in the service industry really um, needs, needs a lot of attention, especially now as, you know, people tighten up their belt with the economy and, and people want more for less or want things now or are less tolerant with mistakes and things like that. So definitely anybody in the service industry. Um, for me, um, kids, I always try to go out of my way to be extra nice to, to, to most children. And it could be something simple like you're waiting in line at the bank and um, you just kind of wave at the kid in front of you or give them a thumbs up or a wink or, you know, a smile. Um, if it's a baby, I always, mm-hmm. I always 
always wave or always big features in my face mm-hmm. or that kind of thing. And, you know, I always, always like to try to do that just because you just never know for that 10 seconds, that little baby's thinking, wow, what's going on there? <laughs> Who are you? I like the nice guy <sighs> with the spiky hair. Yeah. Well, the other thing is too, that the baby's not crying. Right. So yeah. that's good. You've, you've alleviated a <clears throat> potential problem. Yeah, you do that a lot in church, I notice. Like yeah. if someone has a baby, you're always, which, yeah, yeah it's a public service, really. <laughs> well, well, you know, you're entertaining the baby, <laughs> yeah, I guess, yeah. yeah. Um, I'm, I'm always partic- particularly um, kind to veterans. Hmm. I, I'm, I'm almost always, you know, thank you for your service. And I'm always just looking for ways to serve uh, because of their service, you know. Uh, old classmates. I always go out of my way to sort of help them mm, at least. I've seen that. You yeah. know, um, in, in a variety of ways. I won't be specific there. Uh, but old classmates for sure. People that do nice things for my mom always try to reciprocate that and be extra nice to those people. There's a lady that cuts my mom's hair that I'm particularly fond of. Or there's a lady that helps with my mom's bird, you know, that, you know, we always try <laughs> to go out of our way to, to help with. That's right, Hester. You know who you are. <laughs> um, and then if anybody really goes out of their way to be kind to me, you know, I think it's just that circle mm-hmm. of excellence mm-hmm. and service. You know, you serve and get served. And uh, it's really cool when someone does something special for you out of the blue. It, it's, it, it just touches you. Yeah. And, you know, it, you remember stuff like that. Right. And it fuels you to go for, for you to go out of your way to do something for somebody that um, maybe maybe deserves it or maybe doesn't deserve it. Like that maniac on the road. Yeah, come on in. Get in front of me. Uh-huh. It's fine. We saw you, you know, ride the shoulder all the way up on the right-hand side when everybody else is waiting. Yeah, just cut right in, you know. So, uh, yeah, interesting question. So, listeners, VC listeners, who are you extra kind to and why? And is it is it uh, is it something you feel good about? So, Jules, what's your second question? All right. So my second question is stemmed from one of um, our favorite podcasters and authors. And uh, she is Annie F. Downs, who you you know of, obviously. And um, if you are a fellow fan of Annie F. Downs and listen to the That Sounds Fun podcast network or any of the ones there, you would know that she spent the last two months in New York City, like moved to New York from Nashville and just uprooted her life. She planned it. She planned ahead of time, like 10 months in advance. And it made me think this question, is there anywhere you would ever move to for a few months if you could just pack up and go? So I guess initially I'm thinking, you know, logistics of, of job by job. You know, mm-hmm. and our kids schooling and, and things like yeah, that. Take so, that out of the equation. All right, so if if we were retired, we don't have, you know, jobs, we don't have kids that need us, we could just pack up and, and move. Yeah. Or you could just work remotely from somewhere. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Think of it that yeah, way. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't be opposed to moving anywhere. Mm-hmm. I mean, if if um you know, if the scenery was right, if the town or city was right. Yeah. Um, I've always been fond of Arizona. Hmm. Um, and, uh, you know, I would bind Orlando, you know, down there. Um, I like North Carolina. I think that'd be a good spot. Um, I think California is beautiful. Definitely different parts out there are, 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 are beautiful. Um, maybe up north, you know, 
right in the fall before it gets really snow heavy up there. That would mm. be really beautiful. Those two months somewhere in New England. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, the Midwest is. I mean, she's. I mean, you're up for I mean, anything. Yeah, I think. I think it all. Inv- it, it all is indicative of of your environment. You know, you can be in a big city like New York City and feel like a nobody yeah. and you're a loner and you're not warm and welcome or you can move to the same city and connect with a group that are your quote unquote your people mm-hmm. and love it. Yeah. So, you know, like like the song says, if you can make it here, you can make it anywhere. Um so that's that's yeah. that's it, you know? Finding your people. Mm-hmm. If I'm with you, mm-hmm. I'm all right. Yeah. I'm good. No, that's cool. What about you? My instant thought was Chicago or New York. I would try that just for two months. Just, nice. Yeah, or a couple months. I Just to give it a shot, um, Colorado and California are also on my list. Yeah. And those are just short term because long term I could see us, I could see myself in North Carolina um, or, you know, the opposite side of Maryland, like far out, you know, far, far out. Um, I went to Wyoming once. That was cool. Yeah. And South Dakota was cool too. I've never been to those states, but yeah. yeah. I'm up for visiting anywhere. Like for this question, it would be a place that I think would stretch me, would challenge me. And I guess that's why I thought of the large cities first, because I've never lived for an extent. I've only visited cities. I've never tried to, you know, figure it all out. You, it's a whole different rhythm. You know, you're walking a lot or you're taking public transit and all the things that we don't living in rural America, you know? So I feel like I would, be up for that you know if I could just snap my fingers and if there were no other factors I, I I would give that a shot and I think I'd be particularly proud of myself for doing it you know am I, am I going with you or no in this scenario I think it would be independent <laughs> you're of, saying no all right so VC listeners Julie just said she's leaving me for two months <laughs> stop to it. go to New York stop it or Chicago yeah, to take yeah. public transit and study at the Guggenheim. I As don't know. I, said, I don't know. You just have to pluck yourself. Like this is a f- semi-fictitious. Yeah, but I scenario. included you in my in my move. Okay. Okay. But uh, see, now you're by yourself. You're gonna miss me. Oh, a thousand percent. That doesn't mean you can't come and visit. And I'd show you around and show you everything that I've learned. <laughs> you show me around. Yeah. <laughs> so what am I doing during this time? I'm I don't know. Honey, in this fictitious scenario, okay. I haven't even factored in our children or like any photo shoots or, you know, so this is very much like <laughs> if you could just snap your fingers and you don't have anything that you're concerned about anything or you have to factor you down, in. Right. Any husbands tying you Stop down. I'm it. going to big city. Stop it. Have big fun with the wretched. I don't know what you're doing. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my gosh. It's a Cosby show reference, people. You went to Baltimore. (laughs) (laughs) Had big fun with With the the wretched. wretched. (laughs) How about that? Oh, I will put a link of that in the show notes. Yes. (laughs) If you have no clue what we're talking about, take a look at the YouTube clip below. It will make you laugh. Cool. All, All right, right. hon, there you go. All That's right. my second question. Well, Take I it ha- or leave it. I have a second question. And okay. it actually, it's weird. It piggybacks on something you actually said earlier. Okay. Because you said, 
in my old age, uh-huh. I am becoming a more patient driver. Yes, okay? I would this say is, that. This is literally my question. Okay. Okay. It's my question is what old person things do you do now in your early forties? Okay. That's my question. Yeah, what that's old funny. person thing do you mm-hmm. do? Okay, so you know, what old person thing do you do? This is actually very timely. I've had this conversation recently and one is I drive during the daytime and drive less at nighttime. Is that by choice? That is by choice. Like when I'm leaving to go down state, if, you know, there were tons, like hundreds of times I've done that where I didn't care that it was seven o'clock at night and dark and I'd get in at, you know, 10, 1030. No big deal. If I have a choice now, I'm leaving so that when I get there, I only had to drive into the dark a short amount of time or not at all. Really? Yeah. I mean, I just did that for Thanksgiving. You remember that? Like, yes, I do. But well, like, what's the reason behind that? You just don't like driving at night? Yeah. And I do think that is an older person thing. I mean, I could be wrong, but no, in my experience being around older people, grandparents, parents, it's like, oh, well, you know, she doesn't like to drive at night or whatever. And I'm like, yeah, you know, when you're younger, you're like, oh, whatever, throw me on the beltway and it's dark and what i mean i've done that with babies in the back seat like whatever no big deal um that would be one thing for sure that i think is what i would call an older person thing i drive less at night um hmm, what is an older person thing that i do Mm, is carrying mints in your purse more often an older person thing oh yes okay i'd say that i i'm being more mindful of having gum and mints on my person I think, I don't know. And I always remember as a kid, especially it's for whatever reason I associate with being in a church pew and my mom having like certs and passing them down the pew. Like that is a childhood memory. Um, Yeah. So I guess if that's an older person thing, having mints and gum at all times. I don't know. I think the, the only other thing I can think of is when I was in my teens and 20s, I could care less about whether my PJs matched or if I had an like an old, you know, sorority shirt or a concert I went to shirt to sleep in and I really could care less and like some oversized boxer shorts usually or whatever. Um, and in my 30s and early 40s now, I like a nice matching pajama set. Um, yeah, I have an acronym for them. You know what it is. And that's important to me. So if that's considered an older person thing, having like nice pajamas, comfortable pajamas, then that's it. Okay. How about you? What are you doing that tends to be an older, older man, older person thing? Well, I like, I like layers. Okay. So if I'm sitting at home, I like a good blanket. So I, I like to sort of wrap You're up. You run cold sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. And that's older. Yeah, I think so. When I was a kid, mm-hmm. I would just, I'd wear, like our son, I'd just wear shorts yeah. all the time. <laughs> right. Because I was always hot. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But when I go into a restaurant now, I always, almost always take a sweatshirt, Mm. you know, or I leave my jacket on. It's weird. I don't Mm. know. I think that's an old person thing Um, or a me thing, I guess. Uh, I love my shop. I love being able to tinker with stuff um, away from humans. Uh, I like that. I like, I like my shop. So, and I think that reminds me of your dad, Mm -hmm. which he's not old, but it's just, uh, you know, I'm an extrovert. So... When I'm becoming more introverted, yeah. I think that's the change. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, that's good. I have to shut off lights 
and think uh, of rooms that I'm not in. A thousand percent. And I love that, that and I do it all the time. It drives me crazy. And I, I, when I was younger, my dad would be like, turn the light off. <laughs> it's like, I'm only, I'm leaving the room. I'm coming right back in. Like, I don't understand what the point is. Well, until you start paying the electric bill. Right, right. And then it's like, oh, turn the light off. It's, it's just waste. It's wasteful. Right. I don't know. I just, I, I, I don't like that. And speaking of that, I have to have my stuff a certain way. I, I, it's like, don't touch my computer. Don't touch the settings on my phone. A thousand. Don't That's move my keys. Always on. Like, and I was explaining it to Lawson because he asked me the other day. He's like, "What? what is that, dad? I said, because I live such a a fast-paced life. Like, I can't afford to be trying to find my keys in the morning because they're not in the place where I left them the night before. This is where they always are. <laughs> so when I get up, I grab this, boom, 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 done. If I'm searching for, oh, where's my phone? Oh, where do I normally keep my socks? My shoes aren't here. Where are they? I mean, it's just, it just adds to the stress of the morning. And I think that's the biggest thing is if I had all day to find my keys, sure, hide them. Go ahead. Let's do it. Let's have fun. But, you know, that's just not what I live. Has there ever been a part of your life where that has not been your rhythm? Because as long as I think I've known you, that's been a rhythm of you. That's. Well, it's just heightened now that I'm older. Mm, okay, I right? can see that. I'm like, I, I, I don't mind, um, you know, when I was younger, you know, figuring stuff out, mm. like getting my phone and like trying to figure out all the settings or play around with the VCR and like, okay, how do you, you know, set it and you know, what's this button do? What's that button do? When we got our dish, uh, dish mm-hmm. satellite for mm-hmm. the first time, like I play with all the buttons right now. Don't touch anything. Yeah, okay? you are like don't that. touch don't anything touch because. It. You know, like uh, we we had like closed captioning on there in Spanish for I don't know like a month. I couldn't figure Stop out how to get it, it off. <laughs> it was insane. Like somebody touched it. It was a baby. When Lawson was a baby or something, or Dylan was a baby, somebody hit a button because they put their hand on the remote, and we couldn't figure out how to get it off. And it drove me nuts. I can't. Yeah, I, I, I think I, it was I closed captioning. I can't yeah. do it. I can't do it. Um, so I also like a good power nap right now. <laughs> I don't know what that is. I think cause I'm running pretty hard in the, in the day, you are, but, you um, you know, it's not unusual for me to fall asleep in the middle of like, I don't know, Lego masters. I, I don't think I've seen a full episode <laughs> in a while because for some reason that show, when my daughter, our daughter snuggled in, it's just, I'm just ready to fall asleep. Mm. So anyway, I think another thing is I can't tell how people, how old people are. I can't either. I cannot tell how old people are. Yeah. And it's it's weird. Like, oh, you're young. You know, what are you, 15, 16? I'm 20, 27. Okay. <laughs> I, I don't know that because I don't know how old you are. If somebody says they go to school, I really have to think, well, are they talking about high college, school or are they talking or, about college yeah. or grad school? I don't know how old you are <laughs> unless you tell me how old you are. So that's a weird thing that's happening right now. I, I just... Mm. You know, I look at, you know, watch a football game or something. And these are just kids on there. It's just, right. it's a little scary. I'm getting older. Um, and then I think the last thing um, that just came to mind is that I am very slow backing up from my car, in, in my car right now. So when I get in my vehicle, I know I have all the sensors and all that stuff, but I'm extra cautious backing up because I don't want to hit anything. I don't want to hit a human. I don't want to hit a vehicle. I don't want to hit anything because I know it's going to cost me time. <laughs> so I don't know. I think that's a, that's an older person thing, right? 
When I was younger, I'd be like, Arr! I you know, don't know. I have a memory of your grandfather just kind of going for it. So <laughs> well, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, he also could do whatever he wanted. He was, he was a legend. He yeah. was a made man. Yeah. So, but uh, yeah, so we're getting older, Jules. Yeah, and, maybe um, that's true. All right. Time to get to our couch crumbs. Okay. Julie, you get to go first okay. here. Okay. And because we're getting older, I have to turn my flashlight on my phone to see on my piece of paper. Oh, it's very simple this week. And you alluded to the fact that, you know, there's only so many days left before the big Christmas holiday. And I simply wrote, time is literally flying by. Um, you know, before December hit, I was, you were like, Jules, we're ahead. Like, we're doing good. And here we are, you know... Uh, about to approach double digits in December. And uh, I just look around and I see what I have left to do. And I'm reminded of that. And that just, to me, makes me a little antsy. And I am proud that we have gotten done what we have. But yeah, time's flying by is my simple couch crumb this week. How about you? Yeah, so last week I did something uh, a little unique. Um, I decided to reach out to people that I hadn't in a while. And just let them know I was thinking about them and uh, that I wanted to pray for them specifically. And I reached out to 10, 10 people. And, you know, I spent, you know, a lot of time before I reached out to them and, and just, just tried to lift them up in, in prayer. And, and I had no idea what's going on in their world because most of the people that I reached out to, I hadn't talked to in a while. Out of the 10 people, I'm going to give you eight responses. Okay. One person, you know, had a hurt back. One person was battling depression. One person needed a job. Another person was battling cancer. One person was overwhelmed uh, because they're a busy mom and a business owner. One person had a sick mother. One person's dad just passed away. One person uh, had uncertainty in their life. And it just hit me that there is a battle that people are struggling with that you know in your circle that you have no idea that they're fighting. And to reach out to 10 people and have eight people say, thank you for reaching out. Thank you for praying for me. What great timing. This is what's going on in my world. Right. Wow. Yeah, you were really, wow. really humbled that day. And one of the people you mentioned on your list there, uh, as far as what they're going through, I chatted with that person and they shared with me face to face like, hey, Rick actually reached out to me just last night. And man, that just meant so much to me and just shared with me what they were going through a bit. And um, yeah, it is humbling to pause and realize that our couch crumbs aren't really yeah. Very big couch crumbs at all. They're not they're nothing. Yeah. In fact, I, I, I heard this when I was younger. It said if we if we all wrote down our problems on a piece of paper, I mean the major things, right? And we all put them in a hat and we're in a room with let's say, you know, twenty other people, and we mixed up all of the pieces of paper, and then a moderator came in and started reading all of the problems on the paper, you you would be happy. When you started finding out what everybody else is dealing with, you would be happy to take back your piece of paper and only have your problems. Mm -hmm. And I, I saw that. I literally saw that last week of like, wow, like 
death and depression and being overwhelmed and cancer and like, wow, that's crazy. It's crazy. So my couch crumb is that there's a lot of hurt um, out there and, um, you know, prayer is going to be help, uh, be able to sort of be the antidote. Um, being uh, uh, a willing listener, a, uh, a helpful friend, you know, what does it look like to mm-hmm. for, for me to help you mm-hmm. through this? Mm-hmm. Um, but it, it it was really it was really heartbreaking. And the challenge to you as a friend is to circle back around to these people. Yes, you know that's that's a yeah. You you have to make the conscious effort to add that to your already full day, right? Yeah, and. It's like God put those people on your heart and your mind for a reason. Yeah. And I think the number one thing that the people feel on the other side is authenticity. If you're not authentic about reaching out, what's the point in even reaching out? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. 100%. Yeah. Other than, you know, hey, I just want to say hello. Hey, I got this horrible thing going on. And oh, well, that that's bad. Mm-hmm. I'll see you in another year. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Like there's one gentleman he has been like house written for the past month. And I reached out to him just last night and said, Hey, how you feeling? Can I bring you over lunch? And he never responded back, mm-hmm. you know, which, you know, uh, I'm sure he's fine. It's just probably he's just busy or whatnot, but it made me feel good that, Hey, I didn't forget about you. Like yeah. I didn't, I didn't yeah. just put you aside and just think about you for just that one day. So, I don't know. I think it, it can challenge all of us to be, hey, let's reach out to people we don't normally reach out to and just kind of check on them. Yeah. Just kind of see how they're doing, you know? Yeah. No, that's a good encouragement, Rick, for sure. Yeah. So just 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 think of others. You know, that's 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 the biggest thing, the biggest takeaway. Jules, what's your um, prop your feet up? My prop your feet up is this week I have had um, a few photography sessions. I Started the week with a one-year-old cake smash birthday type session, a home session, which was kind of cool, different than something I usually do. Um, Towards the middle, latter part of the week, I have a family of seven I'm photographing, and uh, they are quite a just basket of joy, just quite a family. And then Saturday, we have a winter wedding to photograph um, this weekend. So when this airs, it'll just be uh, on the cusp of that. And I don't often do winter weddings and something I'm very excited about. And hopefully this doesn't change by the time Saturday rolls around. But in, uh, in winter mountain, Maryland, it's expected to be 56 degrees. That is great news. And that is a huge prop your feet up because yeah. through the, this this couple's had me book for uh, almost two years and over time she's like, you know, so what do you think? And I'm like, we'll just roll with it. Like whatever happens, I've, I've you know, we've dealt with hurricane weather, we've dealt with, and I just started listing things and she's like kind of nodding. I'm like, hey, we'll, we'll roll with it. It's your wedding day. It's going to be great. And, you know, that's always my mantra with brides is like, you just say, hey, it's not going to happen on my wedding day. We'll be good, you know. And so I sent her a text with a screenshot of the weather today, like, hey, it's looking really good. So that's a definite prop your feet up. And I'm just thankful to uh, have had the blessing of income through photography and getting to bless other people with my craft. 
So yeah, there you go. And you're really good at it. Thanks, babe. One, you are one, uh, one family, one wedding, one cake smash at a time. We'll make it happen. What's yeah. yours this week? I got two words for you. Yeah. Lemon lush. Oh my gosh, you are not bringing this to the couch. Let me just tell you something. Oh, geez. VC listeners. My mother-in-law has created something that will revolutionize the dessert industry. Oh, no. It is called Lemon Lush. Explain what it is. I don't know what it is, but my mother-in-law makes it. She just made it. And she said, Rick, you got to try this. And I, listen, You're I don't like guy. lemon Anything. pie. Mm-mm. I don't like lemon flavor. I don't even like lemon in my sweet tea. Okay. <laughs> I, I had a little piece because it was Thanksgiving and I was being polite and I had a little slice of lemon lush. Oh no. It went and downhill from there. Wow. Buckle up because I ate almost an entire pan of this mm-hmm. stuff and I don't feel bad about it. I'll be yeah. honest with you Guys, because nobody, casserole size. nobody else was eating it. And I'm like, so I had a little bit. I had another little square, another little square. Hey, anybody wants? No, nobody wants. Okay, I had another little square. Okay, I'll have your piece. I'll have your portion. I don't feel bad about that. Yep. Sorry, you can't have some. You're out. You're out. Hey, bowl's clean. Bowl's clean. We we're gonna need another pan. And then he asked for. He said, "You didn't. You didn't really get any. Oh, ask your mom. See if she'll make some more." So I did, and you know she came through and got a whole nother part. I won't say exactly. <laughs> What happened with my piece, but anyhow, you did get a piece. I I got two spoonfuls, but it it is hey, it if is it good. If it sits in the refrigerator longer than twenty four hours, I say it's fair game. It is good, okay. but I'm blown away because the cheesecake my mom has made for Rick for yes. decades, very good, and but, but is, I'm, I'm is g- from scratch from like. Listen, it I'm has getting seven older. eggs in it. It's like a whole We've family talked about recipe. This. We've talked about this. I'm getting older and my my tastes are changing. Yeah. Okay? And now he's like cheesecake here, lemon lush here, like top of, yep. you, uh, guys obviously yes. can't see my hands, but you can get it's what I'm saying. way up there. Way he's up there. At, it's at the tippy top. All I want for Christmas is it's lemon lush. a pan lush. of lemon lush. That's what I want. I, I requested it. My, my mother-in-law said, what do you want for Christmas? You want, what do you want? Like. You know, you want a new what car? Can I bring you? Do you yeah. want you want some new clothes? You want a new watch? No. I just want some lemon lush, just my own pan. I don't want anybody I don't want to have to share with anybody. <laughs> I don't want anybody else taking nibbles out of it. Lemon lush square. If you know if you've ever had this, I've never even heard of it. I'll I be honest with you. I've either. never even heard of this thing. No. And I don't know what Jules, what is it? It's lemon custard yeah, and lemon. So it has kind of like know. a short I mean, I didn't make it. I just had I two know. spoonfuls of it. But it's like a shortbread um base and then there's some type of like lemon pudding and cream cheese oh, with yeah. sugar and oh, like a whipped yeah, topping. Baby. And then a layer of like cool whip oh, and then it's like alternating. Yes. Kind of like a like a trifle. With like shortbread at the bottom, but not a Rachel Green trifle, no meat or peas or anything. <laughs> um, but yeah, so it's just kind of like a light dessert with a shortbread at oh, the bottom. Man, it was good. Yeah. Good. And he's obs- like obsessed with this dessert. I can't wait until Christmas when I could have some more. Smi- this is the biggest you've smiled all day, like just talking about this I'm dessert. Ready. Lemon so Lush. I have it. Look, I have it in capital letters here. Okay. Underlined. Yep. Lemon Lush right here. For, just next to the word prop. <laughs> lemon Lush. Yep. Yep. So I'm excited for Christmas. 
because oh, because of, because of the you know the gifts and if you mom know, doesn't pull through, whoo, you know, yeah, okay. she'll 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 you she'll, she'll bring it up, yeah, okay, because I'm gonna share this episode with her, and I'm gonna say, hey, just in case <laughs> you don't know what to get me, or in case you forgot, yeah. or in case I haven't talked about you it in the last forty eight hours. This is this yeah. is what I want for she Christmas. She might need to realize that you're not just being cute. That that's for real. No, it's it's a real addiction. I'm sorry. Have you been dreaming about it a little bit? A little bit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gracious. You know, it's those those family recipes that sometimes uh stick with you and I'm sure it brings her lots of joy yes. that this is something you yes. have a new fascination oh, with. Oh, so. yes. An obsession, if you will. Yes. Well, I hope your Christmas VC listeners is full of your favorite treat. And, you know, I'm sure we have inspired someone out there to Google Lemon Lush. I'm sure it's somewhere on the internet. Yeah, it's something. But the way mom makes it apparently is pretty killer. So may your holidays be full of sweet treats and perhaps Lemon Lush. So Amen. Well, guys, keep doing what you're doing out there. If you needed just a good mental break to help you through your days, we hope we brought you a little bit of joy, made you think a little bit, and uh, encourage you to maybe look through your contact list today and just pick out maybe not 10, but maybe two people on that list that you haven't spoken to in a while and authentically check in um, because we really need some human connection in the world if if we didn't learn anything a couple years ago that's uh that's one thing introvert or extrovert we all need to check on each other and be in touch and uh you know certainly just show each other that we matter i like using that sentence to people hey i hope you know you really matter i think we all need to hear that so use your words wisely and they don't have to be plentiful but they certainly need to have substance so choose those words wisely and um, lift each other up out there guys until next time we will see you then bye guys we are rick and julie rando and you've been listening to the victory couch podcast you can follow the victory couch on instagram facebook and thevictorycouch.com count your lessons your blessings and your victories We'll save a seat for you right here next time on The Victory Couch.